0: There we are, now we're live. Good day everybody, happy Thursday and welcome to Lessons and Legacies. This is episode 47, three away from ending season one. I am your host, Melissa Price, coming here at you guys Monday through Friday at two o'clock live on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iHeartRadio to remind you that there is always a blessing in every lesson. You know, we go through a lot of experiences in life, some things around love, some things around success, faith, laughter, resilience. These are all topics we talk about on Lessons and Legacies, and it's through those experiences I find that we are all so, so connected. We can all relate to each other through our experiences and our stories in these areas. And, you know, these lessons that we learn, some of them are sticky ones. Not all the stories are pretty, but each one of those matters. Everything we learn from matters, it's what we leave behind for the world to grow from. Our lessons become our legacy. So today is a very special episode. I'm going to just uh, precursor it and let you guys know that in my area, there is a severe thunderstorm warning happening right now. It's actually, the walls are shaking with thunder, there's lightning, it's raining and all that stuff. So we are praying to the gods of technology that we keep this feed going smooth. But if we happen to get any glitches, just stick with us. We will be back. We're not going anywhere until the show is done. So today, episode 47, this is probably the most excited I've been for any episode I've done so far. I have a guest today, like usual, and today's guest is probably my best friend in the entire world. Uh, She is joining us all the way from Detroit, Michigan. I am in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she happens to be my cousin. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her to the stream here and let her introduce herself to you. Hello. (laughs)
1: Hello. How's
0: it Welcome coming? to the show. <laughs> yeah. you over here. All right. Oh, it looks so cozy. You look so cozy where you're at. Yeah, we so both have right. our little tapestries <laughs> hanging up behind us.
1: <laughs> yep. We have to create our warmth over here on our own in Michigan because it is certainly not. Present outside.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, like, what is the weather up there right now? Because honestly, it, it I, doesn't ever get that cold here in Charlotte. Yeah. So, tell everybody what you're experiencing. <laughs> um, I
1: love it. I've grown to love it because I spend time out in it. I just bundle up. But I will say it's not windy and it's really sunny. So, those are the pros. Cons are it's about 15 degrees maybe. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, gloves are not...
0: Optional. It's giving me goosebumps to think about it. It's one thing I do not miss about Michigan. Probably the only thing I don't miss about Michigan is the cold and the fact that it seems to last forever. I'm one of those people, though, I don't, I think I just, I must have like bad blood circulation or something because if it's not 80 or above, I am cold, like super cold. I have to wear 18 layers of clothes and I still am cold. So, I do not miss the shoveling and the snow. I do miss the snow, just not as much as you guys get. Like I, I do, I guess, any snow this year. Not yet. Not in our area. They, I mean, like a half hour north of us has gotten snow. All the mountains and all that have gotten snow, but um, they uh, they have called for flurries a few times down here, and it just was rain. We do have three days next week that they're calling for potential wintry mix. Um,
1: <laughs> That's I'm like just I, enough for it to be annoying, just like a sludge or a sludge Yeah, I yeah, know. I know. It's
0: I, I miss the snow though. There's something so peaceful and just quieting and magical about everything being just so still and white and silent. And even though everything's kind of bare, like you can always find treasures in the snow. The little tracks and things. It's all, all little droppings of nature and whatnot. And so I guess. I used to get the winter blues in Michigan just because it was like that all the time. And now I get the winter blues here because I'm like, oh, my God, it's almost March and we might not get any snow. you know? Yeah,
1: yeah there's always something on the other side you're looking at.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So, tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do. I know one of the things you, you have to circle back why you spend so much time outdoors.
1: Okay, for sure. That will not be missed. <laughs> so I'm Andrea Rose. I add the rose into my name because it's my middle name, also, both of our grandma's names. So, that's right. It just feels like I should include it.
0: <laughs> and that's Charlotte's middle name, too. Yeah. The Charlotte language. Rose. My There's oldest like Charlotte Rose. So we <laughs> carry on grandma's name through all the generations.
1: Yes. So as far as I'm going to take a page from William Brown here, uh, <laughs> some of my labels are <laughs> uh, yoga teacher, writer, lifelong writer, mostly journaling and poetry, I guess. And um, Hi, Dr. Deborah. Hey, Dr. <laughs> Deb. Another uh, label of mine, as you were alluding to, was birdwatcher or birder, as we like to call ourselves. But um, yeah, that's me. Uh,
0: so you do the bird watching even in the winter tell me what that's like what does that look like for you and for people who don't really know what birding is it's not like camping out on your back deck with binoculars this one is seriously intense about it (laughs) like real i will
1: say if all you do is camp out on your deck with binoculars that's still paying attention to nature and that's that's right It's still a good thing. Once you dig into the world of birding, you realize it's not as niche or as obscure as you might think. There's whole groups of us bird nerds out there. So there's actually a website called ebird.org where you can like look up any local park or location and look up like what bird species you might see. Some people who have been there recently will post their list. You can like collaborate and talk to people. But uh yeah back to like birding in the winter part of why I do not get the winter blues so much anymore uh, like so many people around me do is because I I get out in every season and there are actually lots of birds in every season and yes. in, in Michigan probably the slowest birding time is actually summer, not winter um, because summer like the leaves are so heavy you can't really see the birds as much and a lot of them are like just hunkered down on their nests with their babies so (laughs) winter is actually sweet winter has some owls lots of ducks eagles uh you got your your cardinals and your chickadees and all the little guys that do come to feeders and i don't know i love it so when you
0: when you bird so you bundle up and then you go (laughs) like to metro park and then do you do you just squat and wait for something to come or are you walking around because birds are skittish if you're trying to capture some good stuff you got to sometimes sit and wait for a while right
1: yeah i think i relate this into yoga actually i consider it like a yin approach or a yang approach to bird watching (laughs) like the yang would be cover as much ground as you can try to just see what you see as you pass through the yin and i will say like the yin uh aspect really pays off sometimes of just sitting there in one spot
0: being still
1: you got to pick a decent spot but yeah uh being still just waiting for stuff to move or little sounds to pop out and yeah
0: and what's that what is that big event that you do every year where everybody gathers and you guys stay like all day and what is that it's called the big sit the big (laughs) sit you yep, just clued me into this, I think, like, two or three years ago. And I know every time you go, I always check. You guys always get such great photos, and it sweet. looks like you're having such a great time.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I think that one was originally started or sponsored by, like, Birdwatcher's Digest magazine. And uh, so it's not just us. There's, like, groups all over the country that are on that day. They do their big sit. So from dawn till dusk, you just stay camped out in one little circle.
0: And catch know, what you can catch.
1: Everything what you see or hear, so
0: it's sweet. And you lo- and, and when I say catch what you can catch, they're not catching birds. They're We're catching like... them via photography. <laughs> yeah. <We're laughs> catching, ears, catching in photography. They are not big sitters who sit and trap the birds, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> so although I, I will say we have had some... Cool. There's patience had... in that, too.
1: True. I'm going to give a little... Sure, I'll try to make it quick. We have had some close calls on our big sits with hunters of geese being very close to us and shooting what? in I our direction. It's illegal. It's I illegal into the metro park, but if you're on the edge of it shooting out, it's not illegal.
0: No, I thought it was illegal to hunt geese. Certain like, I mean, unless you're, I, I didn't, I, not like in, I guess, I don't know. I, think I thought there was like like, a place for that.
1: For there's got to be like certain... There's regulations, but- There is? Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. We're all like, "Eh,
1: don't die. We're all like,
0: woo, and they get away. Oh my gosh. We have tons of geese by us right now, actually. We just did a a nice long walk on the Greenway and about, I'd say just under a half a mile from my house back through the woods, there's a nice big fat creek there. And we took about a mile walk down it with the dog the other day. And I don't know, I guess it's this time of year the whole creek the the it's not a river it, i guess it is a creek they call it sugar creek so the whole creek bed okay. was just lined with geese 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 they were honking and flapping it looked like they were nesting do they usually nest by the water sides like that they kind of yeah, look like they I were mean, a lot of pairs and, and whatnot so yeah
1: they're very uh, commu- community
0: bird right <laughs> yeah. So, um, now being that you're a birder, some of the things you have such a long list. I have to ask real quick before I go on to the next part. Do you happen to know? I'm sure you do because you're as meticulous as I am. Uh, how many different species of birds have you encountered firsthand and and logged so far?
1: Yeah, it is pulling up my App real quick just to double check because of course I have an app <laughs> for that.
0: <laughs> I do want to give the wrong answer again. It's meticulous.
1: In, it's in the three hundreds.
0: That's which, crazy. That being
1: said, that being said, it's almost all from Michigan. Like I haven't haven't been birding that long, so the only I've only had a couple of vacations in there where I could add like out of state things, but uh, it's not pulling up. I think it's somewhere around three hundred thirty nine species.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. You, know, you, went to, you went to California not too long yeah. ago, didn't you? Did you do yeah, any over year? there?
1: Yeah, for sure. Now that I'm a birder, every vacation, every day, <laughs> that's a day, along, it I'm must birding. happen, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And California, oh, my God, I want to go back there. They had such cool birds. Well,
0: take me with you next time because I've never um, been and I would love to go. Cool. And would- it would be a nice mommy break. So
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, The first we stayed for 14 days, and the first three nights, I kid you not, I did not sleep, and I'm, like, someone who needs a lot of sleep, but just, like, the air and, like, the sun and everything, like, it, like, gave me life beyond anything I've ever It's felt. nature.
0: Yeah. Both, both of us are kind of nature buffs. I get, like, that when I go to the beach, too, really. Anywhere in nature, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happiest in the forest. I'm happiest in the mountains, but... There's something different when you go to the beach and you're by the water. It's it's just as beautiful, just as powerful. It's just a different type of vibe, you know? Yeah. And um, so not only are you a birding photographer and a birder by hobby, but you are a writer. Yes. Tell us about the blog.
1: Okay. Well, um, in there, well, actually, it started as a college project. It was like a mar- social media marketing class. We had to... Create a brand for ourselves and just make a blog, make a Facebook to go with it, stuff like that. So mine naturally had to do with birding. Called myself Little Bird Nerd.
0: Little Bird <laughs> Nerd, I love dog. it. Such a cute name, I love it.
1: <laughs> and you can't tell from uh, this camera, but I am five one, so I am quite little. She's petite. Plus, I like I like little birds, so it's. I funny. am too.
0: <laughs> I'm. I've only got you yeah. by like an inch and a half. We're little exactly. people in our family.
1: <laughs> yeah. But in the bird, or in the bird, in the blog, I, I do talk sometimes about the birds themselves and maybe a little more scientific stuff. But overall, I would say it's less scientific and more about the like meditative and like beauty noticing and like spiritual boosts that birding gives me. So it's not you don't have to be obsessed with birds to I think connect with Enjoy some of the it. things that I write about. Hopefully, right. <laughs>
0: Yes, you're a wonderful writer. You're, um, and actually, Andrea, we are going to be sharing. Andrea is in my new book, Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life, which is the whole reason why Lessons and Legacies, the podcast, came to be. So um, she actually is the author of my favorite poem in the entire book. I've read her poem probably more times than anything out of this book on all of these shows. And I still to this day have yet to hear her read it. So we are going to be sharing that today. It'll be a first for me and a first for all of you too. So again, another special thing about today's show. And uh, so in addition to the birding, you are a yoga instructor, correct?
1: That I am, that I
0: am. And tell us, okay, so you do, do you, teach every day or what's your schedule like how does that work for you
1: well this past year as most of us have discovered things have been a little up and down and in and out so uh i went from teaching at a ton of different studios like quite a bit to just nowhere because of the because of covid and then they started regrouping and figuring out how to
0: oh hey william hey william you've already been mentioned like several times in here andrea has been taking things from your book all throughout our our first 15 minutes here (laughs) we love you andrea has actually been on william brown's show which is disconnect to connect one word conversations and your word was bliss right yeah i was like totally blanking out (laughs) dude it was bliss Thank he you. did such a beautiful warming awesome centering grounding episode with him on bliss i i actually rewatched that i've rewatched it several times but i did re-watch it this week i watch that stuff when i miss you you know and i do i do i actually started crying before i got on the show today because i'm like i don't know if i can talk to her without crying hey i'm not i'm
1: not the kind of person that says don't cry so if you're gonna cry, let it go
0: (laughs) tears are healing and even precious (laughs) will say that precious is here what's up my sister tears are healing tears Mm -hmm. are answers she says actually she's got a poem that's tears are answers but um so yes about so you're a yoga instructor oh
1: yeah yoga yeah so the studios kind of regrouped and figured out that they'd have to offer yoga in different ways so i did i've done everything from like zoom meeting yogas to some youtube videos to facebook live groups and now now we're mostly back in studios with a little uh uh, (laughs) with a little bit of uh compromise like wear masks when you come in and out uh, smaller class sizes stuff like that but one of the studios I'm at actually still live streams it while in studio so people can have the option to practice in or out which I like that so yes yeah it's fun I like actually, that having both like, options yeah does anybody sense. ever
0: do winter winter yoga outdoors
1: I suggested that I just know how don't know if
0: anybody would want to (laughs) wear your like you know yeah
1: you would have to give up the idea that you could like do every pose with like great form there would be a lot of probably falling but if you fell it would feel good you would have padding if you fell (laughs) right yeah I think I need to revisit this thought because I've I've definitely
0: you make it fun and then you can serve hot cocoa afterwards you know a little box of joe or hot cocoa or tea And then everybody can warm up afterwards. And maybe, maybe make
1: it like a little shorter than an hour. So we don't get frost.
0: Right. <laughs> Bill says bliss. Your your word bliss made his one word journal, which he actually just released. I don't know. Was it No, today? Was it today? Yeah, it was today. Today is William Brown's 300th episode on his show. Wow. If you can believe that 300. What's and his word today was greater, which is his word of the year. And greater. so on his show today, he was giving away... For anybody that wanted to um, comment, one in the comments of his feed uh, was giving away his brand new digital download of the One Word Conversations Journal, which I was privileged enough to check out before he released. And I actually had plans to get that for you, anyways. And because okay. I would get it. I will get it either way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so awesome. congratulations to William Brown and congratulations to you because your word's in the journal. Whoop,
1: whoop. <laughs> I have a word of the year this year too. I don't know. Do you do that? Do you do? you uh, This is my
0: first year doing it actually. Nice. What is your word?
1: Um, well, I've been doing it for, I don't know, probably eight years now, I think. Not sure, give or take. But I like to say that I don't pick the word at the end of the year. I just kind of go like, let it come to me. Let me let it. I don't know. One day I'm like, yep, that's it. So sometimes it comes and I'm like, what the heck? Like this year. (laughs) Like when I tell people, they're like, huh, but I'm already seeing how it's applying, but it is the word land.
0: Land. Yeah. Mm, I like that. That's an interesting one. I like that. Why land?
1: It's no, that that's yeah. By land that came to my awareness. I mean, that's been kind of on my mind for a while, but also pa- possibly landing page needs to happen Websites. there you go i can help you with that i can yes. help you with
0: that landing page and then mm-hmm. honestly
1: this this month even though we're only 11 days in i've gotten overwhelming clarity on one of the main things that land is doing for me and it is landing in my body and not so much being in my thoughts so
0: grounding so to speak yeah right mm-hmm. Dr. Deborah says, hi, Andrea. I've heard so many wonderful things about you. You guys have, I'm sure, heard many things about each other. I think yeah. you guys, you I guys. I read you, read your,
1: have I yeah. Read, yeah, I've read one of your books. Yeah. She, it's really the get, get
0: free and stay free yeah. from toxic emotions and whatnot. De- Dr. Right. Deborah is the best. I actually just went and visited her this morning when I texted you and said I was going on an oil drop off. Um, Dr. Deborah had got a bunch of essential oils that it came in. So we took a little drive out there um today and dropped off some oils and had i known that they were going to come that fast i would have waited because we went there yesterday too to drop off candles so <laughs> could have made it all in one trip but hey everybody's happy and the products you are in another visit mm-hmm. and dr dub says land is an interesting word it is isn't it my word uh my word was anastrophic and if you what look at that up, yeah <laughs> As I know, right? I I do not know. know. I did not know that that was a word
1: And I know strophic. Let me see. Is it like again? Is it like the opposite of catastrophic?
0: Yes. And it's weird, dude. So listen, I looked it up in the dictionary because Bill, William Brown had uh, another mutual friend of ours, Brian McNeil on his show. And the word was anastrophic. And I looked up. The word, and if you look up in the dictionary, the dictionary definition of it is something to do about the grain and wood. Like there are no other definitions; it has something to do about the grain of wood and going in opposite directions. So I was like, I had to have Brian on my show. I was like, can you re-explain that? Where did that come <laughs> from? You know. But the whole idea is that Anna is the opposite of Cata. You know, catastrophic is when when everything's in chaos and in disarray. Anastrophic is the mindset that everything is working for your good. Like karmic Ugh. order, no. universal order. Everything yeah. is working for your good. So my word of the year is anastrophic. I have mm-hmm. always been that type of person and I never knew there was a label for it. So <laughs> I'm embracing the newfound label this year. Um, awesome. And Precious precious says she loves the landing word too. Um, and, and so-
1: Interestingly, my word of last year was fly. So I think- oh it kind of responded to it like i had to i had all these ideas and like create that last year was a very creative like brainstormy kind of year for me and maybe a little too cerebral but now it's like you got to take that that power those sparks and like channel them in
0: (laughs) right right and um speaking of because this has come up a few times already throughout the show um and I forgot to mention it in the beginning, but you know I like to do the numbers in the beginning of the show too. Um, today is episode forty-seven. Four plus seven is eleven. One plus one Ooh. is two. I love two because we're mentioning yin and yang, balance, all these things. You know, uh, two represents balance, life and death, black and white, hot and cold, man, male, female. You know, you can we can keep going yeah. nonstop with it. Uh, sun, the moon, night, yeah. day all that. It's also February 11th. Yeah, Today is the 11th gosh. day. notice
1: noticed that right away when you said that. That's so cool. the
0: 11th day, that boils down to two. It's also the second month, another two. Now, if you take the whole date, 2-11-2021, that breaks down to a nine. Nines have been coming up like crazy for me this month. And nines are all about like your purpose. Fulfillment yeah. and purpose, you know, like your life's purpose. Um, so and the topic that we have today, I think is definitely one that these numbers are gonna matter for. Um I kind of talking about resilience.
1: Like, yeah, I kind of see nines as like being on a precipice too, like not mm-hmm. a fall off a cliff and die precipice,
0: but, right? but like
1: but like you're like almost about to reach like that 10, right. like what you're what you've been envisioning, I guess.
0: Nines always come up in cards for me too, especially when you draw them. And that's another thing, everybody, I encourage you stay on to the end because my cousin here, not only is she a yoga instructor and a birder and a writer she is, and she's just my confidant and my best friend, she sees the world through such beautiful eyes (laughs) in a way that I just strived. I love being with her because she paints such a beautiful picture for everything for me, I, she sees it in a different way. And I just, I love you so much. I am gonna cry by the end of this episode because I miss you. But see, another amazing gift and talent she has, something we both enjoy doing, but she's like innately gifted with it. Um, she's a fabulous card reader. She does tarot card readings, like amazing. Um, and we are going to be doing I've got my normal affirmation cards, which she also has, but she's going to, she's going to do some tarot cards at the end for anybody who wants to have a card drawn. Uh, we'll do a poll for each other. And also if you got, she does readings. So, um,
1: can I add a short, yeah, definitely. I feel like like Sophie's right. We could make this go two
0: and a half hours. hours. She's like, we'll see you in three hours. (laughs) hours,
1: You guys love to talk, (laughs) but, uh, about my card reading style, a lot of people who are familiar or even unfamiliar with tarot, kind, I think a lot of people con- connect the idea with like being psychic or like seeing the future. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some card readers are. I do not consider myself psychic or right. seeing the future when I draw my cards. All I do is like I clear my head and I set an intention that whatever mm-hmm. shows up is what that person needs to hear.
0: That's I draw the card and mm-hmm. I like
1: to think of it as just like, a way to prompt a line of thinking i often put like like when i work more one-on-one with a tarot client i send them like journaling prompts to go along with it because i just think it's like it's just another message from the universe like something else to
0: and the cards the cards sometimes get a bad rap i know a lot especially in in the christian world i i am christian i run with all people and i dabble in all things and um (laughs) the cards can get a bad rap but Again, nobody here is claiming to be psychic or anything. To me, these cards have always been a tool. Yes. A tool to help channel and focus my intuition. And really what our intuition is is our spiritual connection to the divine. You know, whether that's God, whether that's universe, whether it's Buddha, whatever it is that you follow and believe as your higher source. These are tools, just like meditation, just like prayer. Doing these affirmation cards or these tarot cards they're just tools to kind of help you connect and understand where you are with things, you know. Yes. So they're not we we don't consider them magical tools like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> but our, they are really own own wonderful I mean, tools. So <laughs> um so before we get into the tarot cards and all that, that's kind of fun stuff we're going to do at the end, which actually it goes all over the place because Andrea is insanely great at this. I love, love, love when you do cards and we are going to gift the audience whoever wants and raises their hand and puts in the comments <laughs> that they want a card later, she'll give you a, a single a single draw. Um, so we are talking about resilience today. We're halfway in. I want to take the next 20 minutes or so and get some, for better lack of words, let's get some shit on the table yeah. for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk so really. let's let's <laughs> yeah let's pop the top on this pringle can shall we now you guys know if you're just do- joining in <clears throat> andrea and i are cousins this is my first family member i've ever had on the show and she's my best friend we grew up like seriously side by side we did everything together i could post pictures i have posted pictures we're tight we're two peas in a pod you know so uh we have no problem come come conversing with each other and being open. We're both very open individuals. Um, So we're going to share a little bit about resilience and what it looks like and some of our experiences and trials and kind of what we're going through that maybe we kind of need some help and healing and coaching and guidance and stuff like that on resources. So anybody who's got comments that they want to pop in there, please do. Um, And before I go on that, Precious says, it reminds me of the refill station and the premise was. Let's assist each other in our takeoff. And I love land because I order to land, in order to land, you must take off. Beautiful yeah. word, Queen Rose. Oh! Queen Rose. It is a beautiful word, isn't it? And Star is <laughs> in the house. Hey Star, thank Hello. you for joining us. She's loving, loving the whole card idea. I think that's what she's doing the hearts for. <laughs> so resilience, what does resilience mean to you?
1: It means- How do you define it basically? It means zillions all over again. No, just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> zillions again. Now <laughs> I have to look that. I'm like, what is zillions? I almost got you. You almost got me. I'm like, what that's is my, zillions? That's my corner that joke, joke for the day. See, <laughs> no, uh, William would like that one.
1: <laughs> but I will keep the idea of all over again in my right. real definition because to me, resilience oh, my heart's starting to beat fast
0: <laughs> land, re- land, land. we can All take right. a breath we can do a breathe sesh don't get the anxiety we're good breathe in f it <laughs> and let that shit go
1: so resilience <laughs> is the the re part is big to me because it's um it's being able to <clears throat> well i'm going to relate a lot probably to cycles uh i feel like some of my hardest struggles in life had, had to do with cycles that punish or trap or hurt you. And then <clears throat> some of the ways that I heal the most, like we've talked about, uh, yoga, journaling, uh, bird watching in every season. Uh, I do a cycle tracking, female cycle tracking thing. I won't get That's to right. that. That's right. Several long. of these
0: people know about it because I, I actually contacted Precious, William Brown, Brittany Thomas. I was like, "Can I make a priv- private Facebook group so that I can do this oh, yeah. cycle tracking and not let the whole world know?" <laughs> yeah, but whether so, it's... Yes, they know. It's- they know that you do that. These some of these people do.
1: <laughs> whether it's paying attention to cycles within, like your breath in yoga, or like your poses or if you're tracking your cycle or just monthly journaling, that's a cycle. Or you're paying attention to cycles outside, nature, seasons, stuff like that, the moon. Uh, those are all cycles that heal, and they're all natural cycles that connect us to our bodies, connect us to each other, connect us to wildlife and all the great things. But the cycles that punish, are they're hard. And I think resilience is knowing that you're mood like even if you're struggling through something it's not like it's not a straight line it's not like i'm struggling it's never going to end and then i'm going to die i mean right. you are going to die but <laughs> we're all going to die eventually yeah. but yeah don't but live it's in a, constant
0: straight struggle yeah so it's a
1: it's a cycle that you get to and sometimes have to revisit over and over sometimes your struggles you you keep living and living and when you start to see them as cycles and see mm-hmm. like how am i showing up different this turn around how am i having at least that little bit more awareness about what's happening or what am I learning a little bit more this time around? I think that helps us be resilient, helps us move through that difficult cycle and uh, just get stronger and wiser and look for the good each each time around. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so resilience in the in the dictionary it says is uh bouncing back from tough or difficult situations just mm-hmm. it, so i always say resilience is the bounce back yeah but you know the more i think about it and i was actually contemplating that as you and i were getting ready to go on because you and i have some heavy stuff we're gonna drop here yeah. um resili- <laughs> I'm <not> avoiding it <laughs> resilience resilience comes with pain you know like you can't I don't know. I just feel like there's pain. There's initially when you hear resilience, you're like, oh I'm strong. Yeah. You can get through it. Oh. oh, oh. But, but when you take come time to really think of it, why do we need to be resilient? Why do we need to bounce back? It comes with brokenness and it comes with pain first. And it comes have that first. That,
1: yeah. And it comes, I think, from seeing that you have actually made it through a lot of hard things. So yeah, right. I have that strength because I was in it and now I'm out of it and now I'm in something new, but I have that experience, and I'm going into it again. <laughs> like,
0: right, right. Well, I'll, I'll okay. just drop the, I'll start, I'll start. Okay. 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 So, resilience, the bounce back, you know, and I like that you brought up the cycle situation too, because um, that actually, I think is going to play into both of us, what we have to say here, but uh, uh, how are you going to show up different for the next turn? Cycles, right? Mm-hmm resilience something i have had to find resilience in and i have shown up differently the next turn around although it's not the full scope of where i want to be but is addiction i have addictions, i know you do too yes. addictions my addictions are drinking alcohol mostly wine <laughs> but i drink i drink and i I think, you know, it's it's not that, I mean, it's, I've drank for so long that it's now just, it's just flat out an addiction, but I started drinking because it was a crutch. It numbed me when I couldn't have the strength to bounce back. And it numbed me to a point that didn't make me feel weak until the next morning when I woke up with a hangover, but it numbed me enough to not feel weak. And then, you know, as an an addictive substance, your body just gets used to it. And then now that I've come through that difficult season where I was leaning on alcohol as a crutch, I am now left with this vicious cycle that's an addiction. And if I don't drink, my body goes through detox and withdrawals and shakes and mood swings and all this stuff. And now I am at a place where if I don't put that in my body, it's going to suffer. Although if I continue putting in my body, it's going to suffer. <laughs> Caught between a rock and a hard place, right? Mm-hmm. I also smoke. Multiple things. Just being real. <laughs> uh, one, I We're could being live real without. We are being Does, real. I, you know, marijuana, I know it's legal in a lot of places. Might not be legal here. Over well, here, it is. I'm not saying I smoke it here. I might smoke it in legal places. Just saying, don't come mm-hmm. arrest me. But that's not something I'm addicted to. I know like I, I, I can do with or without it. It's more I am um, chronic anxiety attacks and that does help take the edge off for me sometimes too and I would rather go the natural way than pills because I have massive side effects to all kinds of head drugs except for one <laughs> and that's a as needed sort of thing yeah. you know so those those three I'll just start there that's that's a real transparent admission right there I struggle with addiction and I have since I was probably in my early 20s. I'm a mother. I'm a homeschooler. I've worked full-time jobs and homeschooled my kids at the same time. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an artist. I'm a writer. I'm all these things, all these labels, all these roles and titles. I'm also an addict. And you talk about needing to be resilient, bouncing back. I can't tell you, and I know you're going to jump on this with me here, when you don't show up as good as you want to, and you don't bounce back as strong as you want to, you have to be the one that look at yourself in the mirror the next day. And that's not always a pretty picture. I look at myself after those days. I wake up in the morning and be like, what are you doing to yourself? You are killing yourself. You are stronger than this. You're better than that. But I will be right back at the bottle come dinner time again. You know, and it's easy to feel like a failure when you wake up in the morning and look yourself in the eyes like, why did you do it again? What is wrong with me? Why can't I change this? The, the point is we can change it, but it's really easy to get stuck and trapped in a bad punishing cycle punishing like you said. And it's, self, yeah.
1: it's self-trapping and self-punishing.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Because we're, yeah, I don't know. I... I have so many thoughts right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's gonna be a okay, three-hour
0: so hour episode. Let me
1: let me give a quick outline of at least two things I want to get to. So, go, go first for it. I'll do first I'll do my little confession session.
0: Confession <laughs> session. Hey, so follow that yours up. New that should be a new thing. I might have to make that a a I show segment. <laughs> confession session. Yeah. You can be my host, my co host. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I would. I would. I want to keep talking about this because that's another thing the shame and the guilt and the the, shame, the the turning yourself into someone terrible. That all comes from like keeping it in the dark. The more we bring this stuff out to the light, the more we're like, it's actually not me that's flawed, it's not me that's broken. It's like it's trying to fit myself into something that I was never meant to fit into. And it's exactly, you have, yeah, yeah. So, I'm already digressing, but confession session first. (laughs) And then I really, I really, really, really want to share after that a story about a conversation with my old teacher. So I want to get to that next.
0: (laughs) Go for it. All right. So
1: my my addictions are. Well, I am 31 now. And when I was 12, I started to have an eating disorder, anorexia. If you don't know about it, it's like where you don't eat and you're terrified of food (laughs) and of gaining weight. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so that was when I was 12. Probably the worst years of that were like 12 to 15-ish. And then getting better from that, after getting better from it, it just became years of trading that for something else. So pretty soon after that, I started like harming myself, self-harm and then uh, i would go through phases of like binge eating and then i would bounce back into anorexia as a bounce back and then probably around age 19 or 20 is when i first experimented with drugs so lots of different kinds but uh, the one <laughs> that's been, yeah. well been there
0: actually so a lot like, of the a lot of these things you're listing right now i actually went through too i didn't deal with anorexia but eating disorder my wine replace my food up until dinner. I will eat dinner with the family and then I will binge eat before bed to catch up on lunch and breakfast. That's not uh-huh. what I do at this moment, but it comes and goes. These are seasons that I, I struggle with, <laughs> with my addiction. So yeah. I, I can relate on that eating disorder as well.
1: Yeah, and then once I experimented with all the drugs, uh, the one that really stuck the most and ended up unfortunately staying with me for a long time, and even up till very recently. I'm choosing to say no more that it's over, but you never know. But let's just say uh, yeah. it is Adderall. So that yeah. is a pill. It fed very heavily or weaved very uh, well into the eating disorder because I think for the most part, I would take it because it stunts your appetite and just yeah. also makes me feel like very productive very superwoman yes it yeah. does it gives you that energy. energy like
0: you're yeah. boom 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 but I've, it's I've like had my fair share so,
1: yeah it's so like mind energy it's like i'm gonna make up a bunch of to-do list and i'm gonna plan all these things but it's right. like i'm not actually doing anything i'm just with all these your lists. mind is racing yeah. right yeah so i've Really lately and again every time I come back in and out of this Adderall and in and out of these struggles I realize I stop for a while like there's been plenty of times where I've been clean from it but when I get clean and clear like I am now it's like all those things that I built it up to be that it would give me all those super things it actually didn't and all the shitty bad uh, side effects from it that make me not who I am and not able to just land in myself and really genuinely connect with people is not worth it (laughs) so yeah um, that addiction has cost me a lot I I've been talking a lot even in my yoga classes lately about how one choice is so important this one choice today like whether it's good stuff when you make one good choice like getting enough sleep eating a balanced meal getting some exercise then you start to want to do more of that and you get this healthy awesome momentum right and then one bad choice uh okay I'm just gonna buy five pills because I'm really ready to like write out a bunch of shit and I know I'll be able to like write down and have a major writing session just this one just yeah you know but then that one five pill time becomes a A new season it's another like yeah and i look back and it's like crap there's been 10 years on and off of those one choices and now it's not just one isolated event it's a big thing right and so the power to stop yourself or to shift the momentum can't happen next week next year tomorrow because that will never come either it's gotta come like what one tiny thing can i do today to like shift something even if i don't yeah (laughs) and it's just
0: gotta be one thing you know my mom aunt renee my mom (laughs) (laughs) she always says that just one thing at a time Mm -hmm. one little thing like a lot of times i'll be very overwhelmed with my list of to do's would it be it financial and the bills and lawyer and this and the kids in school and ah and she will say do one thing and a lot of times like you said you get that momentum after you accomplish Mm -hmm. something or you do good at something Like okay. I can do two things today i'm gonna yeah, do extra exactly. you know and you you get this good positive feedback those are so we have punishing cycles what would you productive cycles what would you call the, I like the, the positive Um,
1: I, I call them natural cycles because natural it cycles. always it always connects back to like just basic good things for my body and then connecting to nature
0: mm-hmm.
1: breath it's just like the basics just like real life and it's not in your head it's just like physical grounded Natural cycles,
0: <laughs> right? But you could right. say
1: uplifting. You could say whatever you want to say. <laughs> Freeing
0: cycles, maybe. I have okay. owls hooting outside the window over here. Oh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> every t- I know she let la- Andrea taught me everything I know about birds over years, and so every time there's pool birds out here, <laughs> she's I'm <a> like good- <laughs> she's a
1: quick learner too.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I try. Um, So, where do you feel? Um, So we've talked about like our addiction side of things. Where do you feel like in life you need resilience or you're having to be resilient or you're struggling to be resilient? Where's like a problem area for you right now aside from the addictions? For me, I will say it's, uh, I can never get everything done on my list. I'm either a great mom, a shitty teacher and a great maid for the day no entrepreneuring, or I'm a great entrepreneur, a great teacher, a bad maid for the day, or I'm a great maid or this or that. It's like, I can never fulfill all these roles and titles. And it's so easy. Like I said, for me to feel defeated. I'm so worn out by the end of the day. And I look in the mirror and it's like, I have such a hard time telling myself, it's okay. You did good. You got some stuff done today. It's like, God, Blessed, I know I can do better. And I I kind of shoulder it like a burden. So I guess I'm needing resilience in finding new systems and new ways to like push forward and feel accomplished at the end of the day. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with time management and attitude, both. I try to always keep that positive attitude. But again, I think we beat up on ourselves easier than we beat up on other people. I'm one of those anyways. Maybe other people out there, it's easier for you to blame and point fingers. But I'm like the one sitting in the mirror bashing Mm -hmm. himself over the head with a frying pan. Like, what did you do that for? You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm feeling like I need resilience in my time management, with my attitude and my love towards myself. I need to stop, like, shaming I'm a big self-shamer, like not on a consistent basis. I don't wake up every day and tell myself for shame in the mirror, but (laughs) shame is a very like go-to place for me when I don't accomplish things the way I see that I should have. So that's where I am needing resilience right now.
1: I feel like it's more a matter of, well, something I've been doing every day now I think we all have a little bit of that, like, I didn't get enough done. But it's like, did the world stop turning? Did anybody die? Did, right. anything, catastrophic- That's true. <laughs> did, did anything catastrophic really happen? No. Right, right. And what did you do? I think a lot of that is just shifting your vision to like. Right, perspective. Instead of focusing on what you
0: didn't do, focus on the things that you did and praise yourself for that. And something that I've been doing. I have to get better at that.
1: Yeah, something I've been doing lately. You can borrow it if you want. Um, Anybody listening can too. Because it's, for me, it's just been really powerful. And I I think of the word agency, like the word Hmm. that means like you have, you feel like you had a sense of. You put your mind to something, you did it, and you're proud. So what I do at the beginning, I didn't make this up, by the way, and I'm blanking on where I got it, but...
0: It's okay. I believe you. Um, (laughs) No, you do a lot of studying and reading.
1: You start the day with three things before you check your phone, before you talk to anyone, before you get up, and just let things get away from you. So I do it in bed before I even open my eyes. Three things, and I take a deep breath with each one. One something to focus on today, and it can either be one to do one to do list item, or like a word. Like I'm gonna focus today on self appreciation or patience or whatever. Right. So a, a, a word of the day, or a, a that's to-do how William list.
0: Brown does it too. That's how that's his thing. He's. Does I his word of I the day.
1: generally I sometimes when I feel like overwhelmed by my to do list, I do pick like a to do list item, and it's usually the one that I'm like least wanting to do. Cause that right. I know will make me the most proud at the end of the day. So right the one thing, then the second thing you do is pick something to release that day.
0: Okay. Um, so something to put this on and then something, something to release. release. Like I always,
1: I always find the release to be a little harder, but uh, release regret that I didn't do something I wanted to do yesterday or release worrying about what I weigh. <laughs> That's a big one for me. Or shame. And, yeah. Anything like that. And then the third one is my favorite because I find it the easiest personally, but uh, something I'm grateful for today.
0: Oh, gratitude. Yes. Got to have gratitude. Got to invite gratitude into every day. Every day,
1: At the end of the day, I look back and I'm like, how did I do on that focus? I did it. How did I do on that releasing? I was working on it. (laughs) How did I do on that? Gratitude. I still feel grateful, so I don't. Right. Know I like it.
0: That's really good. I like that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pop that in the comments here after the feed too, yeah. so everybody else can practice the three step system. Actually, I'm gonna start doing my, that tomorrow. One of my
1: blog. One of my blog posts. Maybe I'll link it in the comments. One of my blog posts I wrote recently has where I got that and it explains it. And it has some nature pictures tied in. Yeah. There. If
0: you find it, if you yeah. find it, do pop the link in the thread after this. I think this it's the one on called Facebook.
1: gratitude, but I could be wrong. But that, I will.
0: it sounds oh. like that would be fitting. Right? <laughs> All <laughs> so, right.
1: Should do we have time for me to share my story about my teacher or no? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. It, but... Did we
0: so get sidetracked on that? We did. No, I yes. apologize. Share I your teacher we story. That. We have time. I don't. We can go. We can go a little bit over. Okay. Um, share your story, and then I would love for you to read your poem, and then we can do some cards. We can do some cards for everybody before we wrap it up. Okay. So tell I'm us. Really, yes.
1: Tell us your teacher story. I really wanted to share this because I think whether you're, you consider yourself addicted or struggling with addiction or you just have excesses in your life this could apply to you it could apply to a lot of people for a lot of reasons so i'm just going to get into it
0: <laughs> so get into it <laughs>
1: recently i reconnected through facebook with an old math teacher not she's not old she's just from from, <laughs> from previous years <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um so the reason we connected is because a year and a half ago, her son died of his addiction.
0: He yeah. was probably,
1: I don't know, I think it maybe 20, 30, maybe, I don't know. But uh, I had commented on her post about his one-year death anniversary, and the comment that I wrote somehow really resonated with her, so she ended up messaging me, and since then, we've been Having some real heart-to-hearts via Facebook Messenger, voice messaging. That's <laughs> but, awesome. um, Yeah, she shared with me last night, I believe. Uh, she said she, okay, so he died and she was still teaching. What was the addiction, I- can I
0: ask? or is it yeah, private? I
1: think it evolved. I think it started with pills like me. I think he struggled with like Adderall, painkillers, and then I think it did eventually go into heroin if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. But that's the pathway that a lot of a lot a lot of people can make. Yeah. But, um uh she says he so he died and she was still teaching and she would have students come up to her and ask her things like how do you stay so like positive and cheery and you're always like so happy and upbeat all the time? Like how do you do it? And she tells me, like, she was kind of, like, flabbergasted that this student would say that because she felt on the inside like she was literally dying inside.
0: Aww. And
1: I, I look back on how I thought of her as my teacher, and I would have said the same thing. She was, like, that bubbly, upbeat, really mm. sweet, kind person all the time. So she's like, I just found it crazy that someone can perceive you as that when on the inside you, you're on the verge of being suicidal. So you're struggling right. super hard. So my first takeaway from that is that you can't judge someone's external mm-hmm. just because they do yoga or meditate or something. Right. It doesn't mean they're not having demons just as dark as yours or mm-hmm. things that you wouldn't even know. You you just can't always tell unless someone's willing to share. Right.
0: It with you. Right. And we then- need to be we need to be very mindful of and, and, and that's I appreciate what you do. I appreciate what William Brown does. You know, I like you have to really be mindful about what you're saying to people and what they're saying back to you. Really take the time to like marinate on the words, marinate on the tone, marinate on the inflection. And yeah, we all have skeletons in our closet, you know but I will say that when we come out and we share this with the world, you know no one would think that like, you can't, you can't you just can't judge people by the the cover. No one, I I don't know how many people out there would think I'm a struggling alcoholic you know i'm i show up monday through friday doing these podcasts and life is good and everything's wonderful and you can do it you can do it but really i'm i'm drowning in my world like yeah. i'm drowning for so yeah. many
1: different and reasons people comment people comment to me and you know? how open and vulnerable i get on social media and stuff but there's things like we've shared things that are so dark i don't always share them like i have stolen pills from people that i know and love and like i am it doesn't I'm align with who I people. am. I I've money mean, it from doesn't people. Like doesn't mm-hmm. with who I am, and I don't want to be that person. But that is like, it goes with addiction. It goes with when you keep things inside, and they just compound. But the second part of my story about my teacher, that it's even more important, is that she said, after he died, she thought that she would turn back to drinking a lot because she used to struggle with alcoholism, mm. or or just abusing alcohol, I guess. Uh, and she's like, I, I was sure that I would have to go back to that cause this is the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life. And I was surprised when he died that I actually didn't because while he was alive and he was trying so hard and he did have like 14 months of sobriety before the end there that him and her would like talk about meditation and just like spirituality and like just life and psychology and She's like who he was as a person was so much bigger than his addiction and right. like all the things that I learned from him, all the beauty that he brought to this world, all the gifts that I got to experience by being his mother uh, just gave me so much strength that after he died, I never thought I'd have to use those strengths to get through his death, but that is what ended up happening. Yeah.
0: i was crying i'm working i'm working on keeping them in my eyes (laughs) i'm crying over here she's like i thought
1: that was just going to be something he and i would bond over for the rest of our lives but it turned out that those were the gifts that he was giving me to get through him leaving so really i know that's heavy but the main the main reason i brought that up is because For one, you don't always know what people are going through just by looking at them. But on the flip side of that, if you're the one that's struggling and you're addicted and you're telling yourself that you're a piece of garbage and you're failing and you're not measuring up like we do. Someone out there is probably looking at you and seeing your beauty, seeing your gifts and being so inspired by you and seeing that even if you are struggling with addiction, you're still like a gift to this world. So I really wanted to bring that in because when she told me that I was sobbing too, I was like... Oh, my God. I needed that. I needed that story. That speaks to me. Yeah. So I asked her if I could share it. She was like, please do. And I hope it helps. Even if it just helps me and you, that's amazing. But if it helps others, too. Yeah. I wrote it down. It's in my journal.
0: (laughs) You might have to send me a screenshot of that. Or uh, make me a little Xerox copy and snail mail it.
1: Because we Uh, do. It's like we could so easily just, like, take what we're struggling with and somehow make that mean that we're terrible. When anyone in our lives who's struggling with the same thing, we would never think that about them. Right. We would never, right. like, if you tell me. It's you say like we were, we're our own
0: worst critic. Yeah. We, beat, exactly. we beat ourselves up so hard. Yep. We should be loving ourselves the most. Exactly. You know.
1: So that's, uh, I think, where it starts. That's where change and resilience has got to start. It's got to come from self-love, as hard as that is
0: yeah him. it's not it's not something we were taught to do either yeah. this, this whole self-love mindset was not something that we grow up with in our generation and it's i think that's why so us. many
1: of us are addicted and so many of us are yeah. feeling stuck because it's like we're disconnected from the beauty within the beauty without and we're just yeah. like feeling like we have to fit these roles and expectations and then we have to drug ourselves up to like fit that pace
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely star says many of us appear so alive on the outside but inside we are just trying to survive mm-hmm. i feel that and William says thank you so much for sharing that helped me too that was a powerful story andrea i'm like still all- yeah I'm going to be marinating. On it. I'm, I'm actually surprised that I'm not
1: crying right now. I promise it's been making me cry. <laughs> like yesterday, maybe I, I cried was emotional
0: coming ears. into this. though. I was like, I'm so excited to see my cousin. I asked my mom and I texted your mom and my mom before I was like, Andrea and I are doing a show at two. I'm awfully emotional because I miss her so much. Don't so say a prayer for us before two o'clock. <laughs> All right, so we have covered so much on here. I am dying for you to please, you guys, everything that she has been talking about, that we have been talking about, she has put together into my favorite poem that is in my book, okay? Um, I'm gonna like turn it over to you. You can talk about why you titled it the way that you did. If anybody watching has the book and wants to follow along, it is on page 73. Um and I while you're reading I'm going to go ahead and put my store site up which is lessonsandlegacies.company.site um and if you, and Andrea's email is scrolling on the bottom so if you want to get in touch with her for anything Contact her there, I will post all her other links up before the end of the show and in the comment feed, so you can just click and go. But if you would like your own copy of the book, which has my poetry, Andrea's poetry, and stories and testimonies and quotes from people all over the world of all different ages, please visit lessonsandlegacies.company.site. You are about to hear my favorite, favorite poem in the whole book written by my favorite person in the whole wide world. Thank you. What an intro. What an intro. Yeah. I love, I love cheerleading. It's not hard oh, to do yeah. with you though. I miss you so much. I really you do. I can't too. say it enough. We need a, we need a, a
1: vacation. So we need a meetup soon.
0: Yes. Maybe halfway. Let's like yeah. hook up in Tennessee somewhere for a weekend. Yeah.
1: I'm fine with that. All right. Well, so, yeah, for sure. If anyone wants to reach out to me for whether it's tarot reading or advice about yoga, meditation, bird watching. Tracking your cycle. Or just to or talk. Just yeah. yeah. If you want to talk, I'm here. So mm-hmm. check that out and definitely get Melissa's book because it's awesome. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> All right. So and why, it, did, it, we, why, it, why it, did we why did we title why did you title it the way that you did? Explain the well, title because it's, it's not. Called, I'll show everybody what it looks like. So it's not typed like normal. I don't know, Can yeah, you It's
1: it? it's like a big R-E or capital big. It's a big R-E. <laughs> it's a capital R-E dash turning. So re-turning. And it's kind of playing on the re for resilience, but also kind of what I defined resilience as, as being able to go with the turning, the cycles, the wheel, and being able to be okay with having to revisit them sometimes because it doesn't mean you haven't made progress. It doesn't mean you're not growing. You're just re-turning to something. <laughs> turning again.
0: Yes. right like you said like a cycle like turning again i love it again if anybody is wondering what resilience is it's zillions all over again all so over. <laughs> returning is turning again <laughs> uh,
1: exactly all right so i am going to read this and honestly i think we pretty much talked about a lot of what i meant by this poem so hopefully yeah a lot of of it was um,
0: mentioned and now you get to see mm -hmm. it in prolific poetry form
1: (laughs) yeah so everything i just corny joked and giggled my way through now you'll see it in poetry (laughs) In action all right so returning all right so life moves in cycles it's irrefutable it's everywhere the cycle of breath pause inhale pause, exhale, repeat the cycles of the sky, sun by day and moon by month, the cycles of the year, winter's rest and conception, spring's rebirth and play, summer's fullness and fire, autumn's transformational death, the cycles within the body, male moved by the sun, female by the moon, the cycles of human life, mirrored by nature, as above, so below, as within, so without. Ups, downs, ups, downs, turn, turn, turning the wheel, lessons learned and unlearned, Mm -hmm. then repeated, and again. These cycles allow for mistakes, for nonlinear growth, for revisiting from a different space. They allow for forgiveness, a roadmap to wholeness as patterns emerge. Although circular vision is innate, it is not embraced in today's world. Mm. Instead, we are taught to see in straight lines to race to the finish to meet benchmarks, to draw comparisons and contrasts to box ourselves in.
0: Mm.
1: We ignore and numb our current pain, hoping for some future point when things might feel better. When our vision denies the expansive cyclical in favor of the constricted linear, we inevitably disconnect. Uh -uh. We doubt ourselves and place blame, compare and don't measure up, we look for ways to escape who we are, or perhaps don't know to acknowledge that where we are now matters. Uh. With narrowed tunnel vision, we are always waiting for a light at the end. The hamster wheel is the only wheel, monotonous, endless, punishing. Forgetting how to listen within, we seek meaning from things without. We cut ourselves and starve ourselves, take pills to unbecome ourselves. We drink, we smoke, we hide, we mask. We put up walls because walls have been placed around us. Like caged animals, our natural instincts dismissed, we forget how to be fully alive. Now is the time to remember. It's time to reclaim the universe inside. That beautiful turning wheel with all its ups and downs. That release in knowing there is no clear beginning and no definite end. It's all a journey of reliving. Every day, a new chance to circle back. Each repetition, a chance to see freshly, to relearn who we are, to fall in love with nature. There is power in cyclical awareness. The power to embrace the ups and downs. Knowing things won't always feel good or look perfect, but eventually they will, again. The seesaw back and forth, the rolling and receding tide, the birth, the death, the pause, and the lessons along the way. To be strong in this life, to be flexible, to be balanced, to be free, we must all become spiders, spinning meaning into every thread. <laughs> oh, thank
0: you so much. You're weeping the whole time.
1: <laughs> Wish
0: I could hug you. Oh, virtual hugs, cuz. Yeah.
1: Virtual cousin hugs.
0: I should have brought tissue. I got a I got a washcloth here. That's gonna have to work. Oh my god. That
1: works. It works.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys, that is everything that we've been talking about, you know.
1: Yeah, we really that did is, do a good uh, job of, like, talking about everything that was mentioned in there, I think.
0: Yeah, it all, this, that poem was a wonderful little roadmap for discussion there, right? Yeah, maybe we should have <laughs> started, maybe we should have started with We should have started there. Yeah, like, the yeah, heck? like, everything is all about cycles, and I think that, that is, like, one of your big things that you're always, uh, always putting out there. It's a cycle. There's always a chance to come around and do it again. Things might suck right now, but eventually they will be better again. Everything in life is in cycles. And so if we can change our perspective and shift it to that instead of the linear, where all we're searching for is the light at the end of the tunnel, it's like there's light all the way around you. View yourself going like this (laughs) instead of that way, you know, which I never would have thought of until you, you brought that. Me when you wrote this poem, and Andrea actually also has uh, several different quotes in the book that are also very powerful and amazing. Melissa
1: bookmarked them all for me with little posts.
0: Yes, I did. (laughs) Like here's your pages. (laughs) Here's where you're at. Yes, you guys want to get your own copy of the book again? It's lessonsandlegacies.company.site. There's digital downloads, black and white and color. Um, So yeah, you can check that out there. There's lots of art. Actually, I have to show everybody the picture that goes along with it. And tell the story too. Oh, yeah. A quick, a quick Three, little story. It. The uh, artwork that goes with this poem in the book, where the heck is it? 88? What did I say? 79? 73. Oh, 73? 75 is the picture. Uh, yeah, so this is a drawing that I did. And I don't know how good you can see it here. Oh, um, my But <laughs> this is a person and a tree combined, like kind of morphing. And I had to to call, I had to phone my cousin and say, um, yeah, yoga queen. I said, what kind of, I have this vision of drawing this tree to go along with, because we we love trees. Both Andrea and I are huge tree huggers. We're tree people. Um, I said, I wanted to draw this tree in a yoga pose, but like something, That's like embracing the sky while still being rooted. So she sent me the warrior pose and she literally had to send me the picture of herself in the pose (laughs) and some, 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 uh, Pinterest shots or whatever of like, it's called
1: called either, it's either called reverse warrior or what I like peaceful
0: warrior, the peaceful warrior. Yes. That's, that's what I, I I think that's how you sent it for me. Hi, Yvette. Thank you so much for joining in. You're just in time. We're getting ready to wrap it up here. And before we go, just like we promised you guys, we're going to do a little bit of cards before we go. So we'll stick. Well, let's kick it off. Why don't you pull one for me? Okay. I'll pull an affirmation for you. And then anybody in the audience, anybody viewing right now, if you would like a card either from the... Actually, just raise your hand if you want a card, and you'll get two. You'll get a card from Andrea, and you'll get an affirmation card from me. Right. One tarot, one's affirmation. So if you would like a card picked for you, then let us know. So I'm going to shuffle right now, getting Andrea's affirmator. What deck are you using? Let, let's I, see the cover of those. I just have a main,
1: a main tarot uh, deck that I always use. Here's the, it's called the
0: Green Witch Tarot. Oh, I love those. It's very I love nature-y, very nature Those, the green witch cards are the ones that you brought when you visited me with your mom. The ones I use.
1: Like some people have like 10 million decks. I just like have the one that I love and I use it till it falls apart.
0: (laughs) All right. We got people. Star wants a card. Yvette wants a card. All right. So let's do our card first and then we will pull out everybody else's. All right. I'll let you go and I will read you the affirmation after.
1: Okay. So this one's going to be for you. Yes. Okay.
0: Evette that needs a card. Yep, I got you.
1: All right, so you got, okay. So little preface here. I have a couple people that I work with every month and we do like a big monthly reading at the beginning of the month and I give them their journaling prompts and stuff. But it seems like when I read for a group of people, I keep seeing similar cards coming up among them all sometimes. And this is one of those cards that keeps coming up for like everyone I'm reading for lately, but it's called the four of pentacles.
0: Woo! I love fours. Anchor
1: this better, but, uh, he is standing there at his mantle, taking these coins off the wall while someone is looking inside. And what I think of it as, and there's a little turtle at the bottom. I don't know if you can
0: see him turtle turtle.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> there's the shell of the turtle there's this guy taking his coins down and usually what it has to do with is someone who feels like they have to like protect their home or like finances or like their body from something they see as a threat outside of them so hence the turtle shell
0: so maybe you're,
1: you're feeling like you need to like tie in your budget better or you're like doubting someone's motives outside of you so you're putting up walls but there's some concern for your security and kind of like stability yeah
0: protect are all about stability and structure right
1: yeah so uh i guess i mean it's always good to be careful and aware and protect yourself from real threats but always like everything be sure not to take it too far to where you just block everyone out because that's not good (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. Everything in moderation. That was another William Brown word, I think from last week or the week before.
1: Yeah, that's that's great advice for pretty much everything. <laughs>
0: this is really funny. And I just mentioned William Brown too. Okay. I'm about uh, to pull your card. Listen, right. she got the judgment card, which was uh. also a word from his shows last week. That was actually a word that I raised up and he had a really interesting episode because the person that he had on his show was extra judgmental right in the beginning of this, So it was a real fun watch. But you got the no judgment card for your Affirmator. Your Affirmator, and these are self-help cards without all the self-helpiness, it says. They're kind of fun.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: It looks like there is, it looks like it's a a ferret.
1: A a lemur, I think?
0: A lemur or a ferret or something. And he's heading into Joyville, skipping and frolicking into Joyville. No judgment. It says, I release myself from any and all judgments. I find my inner critic, call it into my office, and tell it to take a vacation. As it leaves the room, I let out a sigh and begin to enjoy enjoy the joy of simply being. Who hired that guy anyway?
1: (laughs) That definitely (laughs) tied into our themes of the day.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right. So let's see. Who's up? A star. Star raised her hand first. Star needs a card. All right. Star, this one's for you. These two are for you. Andrea's going to pull you a tarot card. This is for Star Fletcher. And I'm shuffling and getting your affirmation card ready. You guys get a double whammy because today has a base of two. We are running with the number two today on today's episode. So.
1: Oh, and uh, going in with the number two or the number 11, my card that I pulled is the 11th card of the deck oh the, wow it's in most decks it's called judgment but in this one it's called the, ah! stand, the
0: standing stone wow well that's, that's kind of awesome. funny that's so that's the 11th card it is so that's 11th and then judgment just came up again that's kind of funny oh, we've had a lot of 11s funny. a lot of twos and judgment double whammy on judgment
1: so I love this it, uh I love this rendition of this card because it says on this thing there's like a little Cyclical looking maze at the bottom, and then above it, wow, I can't figure out how to turn my hand like a labyrinth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then above it, it says harm none. I so basically, this card oh, it's not judgment, it's justice. Sorry, justice. Okay, <laughs>
0: justice.
1: so uh, you're that harm star, none. you got the
0: justice card, it's the 11th card.
1: There's a little scale too. So, anyway, the themes of this card mean just going into things impartially, uh, even though having opinions is like what makes us human, uh, (laughs) sometimes we have to zoom out from that and just be like, okay, everybody's coming into things with their way, which might not a hundred percent align with my way, but what can I just, what can I just open my heart to them about? What can I, maybe let down my ideals and like my hard set opinions and like values even like to just to just listen to just connect um it's just being really fair objective and like working for the greater good of harmony even though sometimes it feels like you do have to take in a lot of ideas that you're like not so sure about so i don't know it's just a message to like keep those scales as balanced as you can to remember harm none we're all here just trying to do our best and if we if we look at things with a, a light of connection and how can I learn and love through this versus separate and categorize, then you'll you'll get something more out of it, I think.
0: <laughs> I love that. All right. Uh, oh, I got the Okay. Start. Here is your second card. You get the fancy, swagalicious alligator in his top hat here, and your message is friendliness. Okay. So your affirmation of friendliness. They go together?
1: I think so. Yeah. Just just kind of being a little more open to to everything that's out, everyone that's out there.
0: It says, I think think actually Precious got this card once too. It says, whenever I smile, I make someone's day better. What a cool way to buy happiness for free. (laughs) (laughs) Today, I will remember what an awesome power I hold and I'll take joy in improving lives simply by giving away grins like crazy note in a pinch money will also work <laughs> I love that so there's like this commonality I think between that justice card and this friendliness card is asking star to give give of herself whether that means letting down a little bit or kind of going yeah, with the flow a little it,
1: they kind of go back to our no judgment and putting up walls thing too. yeah
0: yep I, know, I guess if you
1: work hard enough you can connect anything together but right you, like to do. it. you don't even
0: have to work hard at it it's it's right there
1: everything is connected so it's it's, it's all good
0: <laughs> star says yeah it was a good one with perfect timing wayne of hot do you know wayne oh, oh my hi. gosh it's yeah, he's, awesome. a he's a birder oh hello fellow birder wayne and
1: he's very knowledgeable about butterflies
0: Oh. I have lots of butterflies in my world here. Uh, I uh, never, from- I've never tried studying them, but uh, from Charlotte,
1: so.
0: we have to. Maybe I might look you up, Wayne. We might need to be Facebook friends.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a hilarious character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Yvette needs a card. Let's do cards for Yvette. You're up next. Okay. Um, Precious says yes. When two touch and agree, it is so two. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> all right, Yvette, you're up next, Queen. Let's do a card for Yvette. Yvette's all the way in Boston, Massachusetts. She's got a lot of stuff going on in her world. Her daughter just got diagnosed with COVID, um, which I would imagine her daughter's probably around our age, your age. Um, I had. And she also she's also recovering from knee surgery too, so she's got some stuff going on.
1: Well, good vibes going out to your family as a whole
0: yeah and Um, my cousin yeah tell everybody you you just recovered from it too
1: i got it at the beginning of december and i'm pretty blessed because between me and my boyfriend we both had it he had an extremely mild case like he had a little sore throat and he was tired but that was about it i did have like the fever and aches thing but it was gone after like three days and then i lost my sense of taste for that month pretty much
0: but it's back and i'm good I'm glad you made it through that. That was, that was so hard for me too. You're, the only, one in, you're the only one in the family that got it. And I'm like, I want to go
1: home and be with her. <laughs> it is weird to like get something that you never had and you know, can, can be anything from so mild to so extreme. And you're just right. like waiting to
0: see like, what's, is, is it going to, is it going to take me? Yeah. It's it it all good. So you had to use your resilience in that for sure. For sure. <laughs> all right. The you bet. That I
1: drew. Oh, wait, do you want to go first? No, go ahead. You go. So the card that I drew here actually is I would say the one of the cards that would uh be about resilience. It is the 7 of wands.
0: Ooh. Oh,
1: greatest lighting, but it's Seven's uh, a good number. It's, it's a girl. She's on a little step stool. It reminds me of how I have to move around in the world. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> me
1: too. Uh she's Oh, there we go. She's reaching for these wands and they're not so far they're not so much like right in her reach but she is like resourceful and being being able to to get there so i like to interpret this card as meaning just using your resources using the people and whatever you have in the world around you to make it through challenges and just like creative about solving problems and surmounting difficulties basically like maybe you weren't dealt the best hand maybe you weren't born tall enough to reach those ones and fix your wall. But, uh, <laughs> but you know that you have, you have tools, you have stools, you you can. Stools and tools.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> so basically just utilizing your environment, right. utilizing your wisdom and everything you've come. Your resources, to. even the I mean, people you
0: around know. you maybe. Yeah? yeah.
1: So just being, um, confident and controlled and calm when you're tackling problems and knowing that you can just take them as they come and pull in all the tools you need and you'll you'll be all right <laughs> you got it
0: Yvette you got it you've got it she's saying be resourceful utilize those tools and your affirmation card Ooh, this is a great one I haven't even pulled this one yet this year and this is a great one for you Yvette this one I don't know if I've actually in all the years I've had this deck, I have never pulled this card. Ooh, that Wow. Aren't you excited? Yeah. What is it? It's Impermanence.
1: Oh, I get that one all the time, dude. I've never <laughs> pulled this
0: one. So I love it,
1: that one. I love that it's one. A,
0: it's a picture on the wall of.
1: Whoa.
0: It's mine was like, a thing on the wall, too. It's Yeah, right? So <laughs> it's got clouds up here and it's pouring rain. And then there's rushing rolling waves coming in and then it's like nice and sunny on this side. So it's like half storm, turbulent weather and the other half is okay. which goes very much just even the picture goes with our resilience talk and cycles and that turning. And it's not always going to be that way. Right.
1: Impermanence. I love that.
0: Impermanence. Life is always changing and I drift easily through those changes, good and bad. Mm-hmm. As I drift through hard times, I can take comfort in knowing that I will leave them behind. Take note, Yvette. As I drift away from good times, I can take comfort knowing that more will come my way. Impermanence is an equal opportunity. Non-entity. Non-entity. I, <laughs> I should put my gap. I haven't memorized. There's so, so, so little, the words. I'm like, now I can read. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Impermanence is an equal opportunity non entity. It's not going to be like this forever. I know you're struggling, Yvette. I know a lot about what you're going through in your world. It is not going to be like this forever. Use your tools, your resources, your people around you to help boost you through what you're going through. And know that there, as they say, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But as we discussed, we shouldn't be doing tunnel vision anymore. We should be doing cycle vision. So, you just have to look for the light that is always all around you. You've got the tools, you got the necessities, and it ain't going to be forever. So hold Someone
1: on. Going through a hard time. I think those two cards together is a major
0: a strong combo,
1: confidence booster.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Precious wants a card. Let's see if anybody else. Yep, yeah, we'll do one more. Okay. One more for Precious. Precious gets the final draw.
1: I feel like I just felt like messy
0: down here. She's my southern sister. I felt like dancing
1: (laughs) to draw her card.
0: Yes, let's let's get we gotta get a precious rhythm going. You're gonna have movement and flow as we pick your cards. Right. The motion because emotion is energy and motion. All right. We're gonna use it.
1: So the guy in the card that I drew seems to be moving as well.
0: (laughs) Did we pull a dancer?
1: Uh (laughs) he is the two of pentacles we've had a lot we've had some pentacles up in here today yeah we're talking about pentacles is all about the physical world it's about your body your home your money your safety your grounding your landing right (laughs) but two of pentacles you see this character here he's balancing on one foot he's got two pentacles in each hand and i think of it like juggling and kind of multi like you got a lot of balls in the air you're balancing maybe multiple hear balls. that precious you've got like a lot ventured. of balls in the air <laughs> you're learning new skills but as you can see from this guy he is pretty agile he's able to like be on one foot and balance them they're not falling so uh it's basically like just you're growing into maybe new career phases or ideas and you got a lot on the table but Uh, Just know that there will eventually be a little more subtle period. This is not that period, but uh, you are pretty agile and responsive when things are a little chaotic, maybe. So just trust that you are able to balance things. Be sure you do take time for yourself to just have those resting, grounding moments. But um, yeah, I think...
0: I love that it's a two, another two, another balance. It's been two, 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 which happens to be my favorite number, by the way. I have, two has been my number since I was a tot, a tater tot, a tiny tot. (laughs) Like, it's always (laughs) my number. You got got
1: balance, you got flexibility, and you're adaptable. And she does. She
0: really does all the time. She has tons of balls in the air just it's so funny to say it but she really does she's one that she's got so many stinking things she says uh in her words she has dreamers add or dreamers adhd yeah. where she's just like constantly like idea idea and this, yeah. and, that, and, this and that that's, that's how, how i, I felt, felt all of
1: last year that's like that was my year yeah. of fly and now i'm like okay you got dream like, add that's what
0: she said i have dream ADD.
1: Something and let like, <laughs> stick with it and see it till the end <laughs>
0: All right, Precious, let's see what your affirmation was. Ooh, this is a good one. Connection. Okay, so we've got the star, or I guess it's a snowflake. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six pointed snowflake. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Penguins. Connection. And this is so you. This is all you, Precious. I'm connected to the multitudes. Yes, you are. And I can access their support at any time. Yes, you can. (laughs) Even a stranger offers a sense of comfort when they smile at me or make a dumb comment about the weather. Everyone is waiting to connect. All I need to do is open myself up and pay attention. I love when they do the note to the self. Note to self, work on witty banter about weather related stuff. Work on that witty banter about weather, you know, nice. it helps connection. You are the queen of connecting. Precious is an amazing, amazing, amazing soul. She lives and breathes to help lift other people up, help them find their life and light, not life light <laughs> and, and show that out to the world. She is a very, very, very big person about connection and connecting others and, and whatnot. So I think that was a really cool, solid, both, both yeah. cards. I think like, we should do this again, where we you should. pull from one deck, I'll pull it, everything into like to like mesh.
1: I do that Perfectly. sometimes even for myself, like draw, do a tarot reading, but then pick one of those lighthearted things to just seal Balance it. Balance it out, yeah, because you yeah. know,
0: our brains can kind of go a little, yeah, promise. and with
1: tarot, you can interpret them so many different ways, yeah. different things you could key out, in, and then to have like one that you just read and think about is a nice
0: break <laughs> Aw, precious says oh my god thank you queen so much those cards both resonated in me you guys pull in the energy so well thank you no, we should well thank it. you
1: hero. we should do a hero yeah. thing mm-hmm. we can call it
0: stools and tools <laughs> Stools and tools that's the new segment stay in the front yard uh, right. all right so um i'm on this kit these <laughs> cakes i swear well, again, what we did go 30 minutes over, I have only ever bad. done this, I not think bad. with uh, Precious Pauling and William Brown, and now you, we, we are, you are the three long winded folks that I can sit and go, we could make this a three hour thing, I could sit here till the sun goes down with you. Um, <laughs> so, did you? Uh, Precious says it was so awesome, do one weekly, it'll be a great energy intention. Definitely, we should definitely do yeah. that. And uh, I like all
1: the stuff more often, that'd be
0: cool. Andrea and Melissa, or, uh, Yvette says Andrea and Melissa, thank you so much for my two cards. And listen, we want to say thank you guys. Honestly, you guys brought the energy into this as well. We showed up, but it's not, it's not as fun when you guys don't show up. It is so great to like engage with you and, and have you guys commenting and being part of yeah. what we're sharing. So we thank you guys from our hearts. Um love the so,
1: and love to see when something resonates. You always have to hope that what you're talking
0: about lands with someone else. <laughs> well, you gotta have faith. Yes. You gotta have yes. faith in that. Like, you know, that have that anastrophic mindset. Everything's working for our good. It will be so, <laughs> you know. Yes. And uh Precious says, I do need those two cards for real. <laughs> or I so need it. I so needed those those two cards for real. <laughs> So, all right, as we're wrapping up, I'm going to post and, you know, filter all your little links and stuff in here. Do you want to leave everybody with any final words around resilience or how to contact you or just any encouraging uh, nuggets I'll to go out on? I'll
1: probably add a comment maybe on your Facebook post with like that link that I was talking about to my blog post with the three prayers. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And yeah, definitely follow me on all the socials and things. I love to. That's right. With people, And then. My last thoughts, I guess, about resilience are, hmm, I guess we'll just whatever it comes to mind, which is um,
0: <laughs> that's the way to which, do it. Go with yeah, the flow.
1: Just, just be kind to yourselves. Just uh, like we we all falter, we all struggle, and it's very easy, as we talked about earlier, to like turn what we're struggling with into some dark mark on who we are as people. But I think to motivate ourselves to be stronger and to do better and to make different decisions. It can't come from a place of saying that we're a piece of shit. Cause that's how we're going to respond. So I right. think just trying to talk to yourself, treat yourself as you would to your best friend or to your sister or to your, to someone right. who it feels easy to, to do that with. And then hopefully the goal is eventually we all find it very easy to talk to ourselves like that because we should.
0: So, yeah, right. I love that. And um, yeah, you guys want to connect with Andrea. Check her out on Instagram for everybody who's in the podcast world and can't see the screen. I will spell it out for you. Check out Andrea Rose on Instagram and her uh, you can look her up at in bodied nature. That's in I.N. Like you're going into a building. I.N. Bodied B.O.D.I.E.D. And nature N A T U R E look that up on instagram if you guys want to get in touch with andrea for uh card readings she does them all different styles all different ways can be as long or intense or light as you prefer it's just she yeah. for somebody to call you and, and con- consult with you about a reading are you charging for that if yeah, somebody calls and says i have some questions how do you read cards not oh, the actual oh, reading
1: yeah, no, so. you do
0: a free consultation <laughs> <sure>. yeah so <laughs> If you want to contact her for a card reading, and again, she can do nine card spreads. Like she can get real into this. Um, her email is littlebirdnerd37 at gmail.com. And as well uh, on the little bird, um, little bird nerd side of things, you can <laughs> check out her blog, which is not just all about birds. There's all kinds of wonderful nuggets in there as well. Check out littlebirdnerd.blogspot.com com um and for me i guess uh as we're winding this out wait what's she saying yes yes her email is the little bird nerd 37 at gmail yes the words are small that's why i posted it up there i'll put i'll type it up in the comments after as well um for and, me oh go ahead oh, sorry no part go. of
1: part of land uh like i said was like consolidating things, seeing them out, seeing them through. So expect I, one of my goals this year is to kind of like work on my Instagram a bit and like kind of bring all the things together in a little more consistent and clear way. So if if you go on my Instagram and it looks a little all over the place, it's because I have so many passions and interests, but I am working on kind of cleaning it up, making it a little more professional soon here. So hang there with me.
0: We are patient. We're all doing work. Life is happening in session yes. for all of us. I know that I've got store maintenance to do on my website, the kids' website, all this stuff, but we cannot. We only have so many hours in a day, right? Yep. Don't beat yourself up and don't pour the shame on your soul when you're looking in the mirror at the end of the night and you did not check everything off your checklist. That's what I yes. have to be better at. Yes. That's <laughs> it. That's, that's, turn that, as, as Precious says, turn that pain into power. Don't let the shame be the name of the game, you know? so um just remember you guys there is always a blessing in every single lesson if you guys want to check out my book which you can find both myself and andrea in please visit lessons and Company um as well as if you guys are interested in being a guest on the show i am ending season one on episode 50 so i have three more to go and then season two debuts on monday february 22nd. Did not plan that, but there's another double whammy of twos for you there. Um, And uh, yeah, so moving forward, I have Mondays and Fridays at 2 o'clock available for anybody that wants to come on and discuss. I love promoting you guys have businesses, you have needs, you need fundraising done, whatever it is, uh, or just whatever message you want to get out there, your stories matter. If we don't get up there and share this stuff, if we didn't come up here and talk about our addictions today, do you understand that it takes some balls, right? You know, for us to say, yeah, I've got this issue. I've got this problem, but you know what? We know we're not the only ones out there. And knowing that you're not alone gives you so much strength to move on. It does. I use that. I use the example all the time of when the oven is hot. You touch the oven, you burn yourself. You don't walk silently out of the room and just wait around the corner for somebody else to go and burn their hand. No, you go tell everybody, like, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. I just learned my lesson. Mm, so, an analogy. such is life. You know, you you go through a a horrible, abusive marriage or you you bought a timeshare and your finances took a crap and you have to file bankruptcy. You've got this. You've got that. Whatever it is, whatever your valley moment is, know that there, first of all, you've got resilience. You've got to bounce back. But sharing that story is going to save Mm -hmm. more than somebody else. So don't bury it. Be a light be a light to the rest of the world. So you guys remember to find your bounce back today and every day we were born resilient. You know, that's, that's one of the things in my, my chapter as well, you know, through, through heartache, pain, loss, and desperation, can we only, can we truly embrace the rainbows in our lives? There are blessings in the lessons, there's successes in the messes, you know, Mm -hmm. We are born resilient and meant to survive. And apart or together, we can and will overcome and rise. So find your bounce back. Know that you're loved. And uh, I will see you guys for a wonderful Friday tomorrow at two o'clock with Precious Pauling and Charlana Wallace. We're going to do "Sow a seed for a friend in need part two. CJ's soul food kitchen is about to be launching. And uh, we are excited to hear about the updates from the fundraiser that we did with her a few weeks back. So we'll see you guys for a fabulous Friday tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Know that you're loved and there's a blessing in every lesson. Peace.